You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki. I'm Tori. And we're here with our steadfast producer, Will. How's it going? And we are coming at you at episode 19. 19, which I didn't look up before. It's okay. We were doing them in German when you weren't here last oh, time. Come on. And we Well, because no one had the foresight to look to, to Google it. Oh my gosh, no, we have Claude. Yeah, Claude, Claude. knows Spanish. Oh, we're, we're talking to For the Love of Claude um, on the Hi, phone Claude. right now. <laughs> and Tori likes to tell us what the number of the episode is in Spanish. So, Claude, what, what is 19 in Spanish? Diese uh, Nueve. Nailed Perfect. It. I took three years of Spanish, and I don't remember anything. I feel so bad about it. I wanted... That's okay. <laughs> I wanted last time when you were here for us to do it in German, but not acknowledge that we switched to German and just keep it in <laughs> <laughs> Spanish. But they, they didn't go for it. They quickly just said it was German. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's okay. I would have loved the confusion. So, um, past listeners or lis- listeners who have who've already tuned into our show may have heard episode five, where we had on a special guest also over the phone named Kelly Kirstein. And <laughs> oh, I know. We have our biggest fan on the phone with us right now. Yeah. So why are oh, you? My, my first question for you is why are you Kelly Kirstein's biggest fan? Why am I Kelly's biggest fan? Oh, well, aside from her being off with Party, um, <laughs> I really like how she actually adds a lot of Kelly flavor into all of her costumes. Like, she does things that a lot of people have, you know, maybe done before, like Bill Cipher, or Lapis, or Rainbow Quartz, but she always brings a, just a unique style to it. Like, when you look at the costume, even if you couldn't see her face, you'd be like, oh, Kelly made that. Whether it's like, <laughs> The crystals, or you know, the tights, or I don't know. She she always has her own little spin on it, and that, her style comes through in everything she does. I mean, like that. That is so true. And Tori is like, I love love. <laughs> <laughs> so this entire episode is just Tori going to be making weird faces that you guys can't see. Yes, <laughs> and fangirling yep. over you guys because that was very sweet, and it was also very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fangirl over Kelly every day, so I understand. <laughs> I, I honestly, like, before doing this show and, like, really knowing you guys, I, you know, I followed Kelly and I followed for, like, a clog because of my love receiving universe. And I'm just like, these two are, like, the living embodiment of Lapis and Parada. They are the greatest couple ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we get that a lot. <laughs> For um, for our listeners who would like to follow along, you can follow along um, browsing through Claude's Instagram at four underscore the underscore love underscore of underscore Claude. Um, and so why don't you talk to us about what got you into cosplay in the first place? Oh, gosh. In the very first place. Let me see. Um, all of them are really awesome friends. I had a friend... Um, he used to work at Disney with me who liked going to cons and I was super into Disney princesses at that time as we all go 
through that phase and or are still in that phase. Um, so oh, yeah. I like, whipped up in like a princess on a costume and I had no clue what conventions were. I just like want to support my friend because she was really excited about it. And I saw, it was like Sunday at the con, which people don't always bring like their biggest, most impressive costumes on Sunday, but I still saw everyone dressed up and was like, don't do this. And they're going amazing. <laughs> and then... I had friends uh, get me into Steven Universe, actually. I had no intention of watching it, but, like, my best friend was, like, one of her favorite shows, and she had me watch it. And after going to that convention, I realized that, like, cosplay and dressing up was, like, a way I could express my, like, overwhelming interest in the show that I just had to put out to the world. Uh, So, like, that's kind of how I got into it, was, like, just really, really loving the show and wanting, like, an outlet that I could perform and be creative and just really be into it. So that's how I first got into it. That's awesome. So what was your first cosplay then? Uh, First one that I did for realties was, um, well, I was planning on Tear It Up, but then Hit the Diamond came out like two days before the con. And like, thank you, Amazon Prime. I like put Bob together. Um, And like the paint was like so bad. I had no idea how to use cream-based paint. It took me like five hours to paint, but I didn't even care. I had such a blast. And like my best friend that was mean, we had so much fun. That's awesome. I mean, I feel like we can all like relate to that. Like you, you look back at your first cosplay and it's like, oh boy, what I do? <laughs> but there's yeah. still something really precious there. Nope. Yeah, there is, there is. Especially looking at like how much you grow or even like, I don't know how much fun you had back then. Like I see the pictures of, of my old friends I used to hang out with back then and it makes me smile. Oh, my my first costume was such a cringe fest. It was Loki, and the horns weren't curved properly, so they looked oh, like no. unicorn <laughs> horns. And I just look back at it. I'm like, ew, no, no, because I want to do like a post to be like, oh, don't forget where you came from. But I deleted all those pictures for a reason. <laughs> you erased the evidence. <laughs> so we can't blackmail Tori with that now. So, um, so Steven Universe got you really into cosplay, you said. Um, what about the show drew you in and continues to draw you in? I was, I really, well, I mean, paired up, honestly, at first. <laughs> I'll be honest, I just really like paired up. And I, like most cosplayers, very much starving for attention so it came to my um attention that i could do an impression of the voice and it got me a lot of attention as well i was like i like this i'm gonna keep doing it anyway <laughs> what i really like about the show <laughs> uh, laughing at me. uh i just i i love the authentic queer representation and it just feel um fake like they're reaching out to queer people to just get their views. They are genuinely invested in portraying a story about um, queer people, people with different abilities in a way that it sheds light on their actual experiences. And it's a kid show and it's fun and colorful and pretty while also being, being truthful and impactful. So I feel like it really has a foot in a lot of doors in that way. Very cool. Yeah, that's a, the more that I talk to people about that show, the more that all of what you said seems to keep popping up. Um, yeah. So that's that's really great. Um, you also you don't just cosplay from Steven Universe. What are some non 
um, gem related cosplays that you really feel like you connect with? Um, I really um, like my Miguel cosplay from Coco. I did um, like a Coco show at MomoCon this past year, and it was it was such a cool opportunity to kind of like put out there just different kinds of programming. Like it's a culture that like Mexican culture is really really underrepresented at like animation. So it was cool to kind of like collaborate. With and the costume was fun because I got to like walk around with my guitar and like make music and other people would jam with me and it was just a really fun time. Um, and also I really liked Sailor Moon and I like all the Sailor Scouts that I'm cosplaying them now like 20 years later. <laughs> but I don't even care. So <laughs> I really have been enjoying cosplaying them too. Yeah, that's that's really cool too that like something that's as long-standing as Sailor Moon has really kind of made a resurgence Oh yeah. Like yeah. In the last like two years, like I've like there's been an overwhelming presence of Sailor Scouts and I'm just like, yes, Queens. Like Yes, yes, Queens. All your Queens. Yes. yes. <laughs> um what is um uh, Tori, why don't you ask this question? Um so what is uh, this is kinda like a two for here. Um what is your favorite costume and what is one that you wish gotten more love? I think I really like the costumes where you say it's um they are like a canonically gender queer character and I am I am canonically gender queer in life. <laughs> uh, so no matter like what kind of I don't know, like gender day I'm having, I can put on that costume and like feel sexy and like that I look good and Kelly matches me <laughs> and that's really fun. Um, so that's probably my favorite. You One said- that I wish would have got more love. I did a Pokemon cosplay one time. I did I did the rival like trainer, Pokemon trainer from the first season for my Pokemon panel. And I was like just with like a super cute bad boy. And I had this really awesome wig from Jessica Grace that she styled for me. And I got to like run around in jeans, which was incredibly comfortable. Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be what that I wish no, that sounds like an incredible time, and I I totally get that. Like sometimes the most fun people, you know, it's it's not got as wide an appreciation. Um, you were kind of muffled at the beginning of your answer to the first question, so I just want to clarify for our listeners that you were talking about Sailor Uranus and right. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah, about how they're um, they're gender queer, like yep. canonically in the show, and how I am too, and and that's that's really important and helps me connect to them. And, and no matter how I'm feeling, you know, that costume makes me feel good and makes me feel beautiful. Very cool. And have you, um, have you done any other versions of, or have you done, or would you like to do any other versions of Sailor Uranus, like different outfits that they might have? Ooh, I mean, we have, like, gone out casually to the movies because we can't take cosplayers anywhere because we'll always dress up. And so we did, like, casual little dirty outfits with them going to the movies. But I think they're going to be hearing this, I would be down for it. Very cool. Um, we have, oh, let's see. Oh, we have a question here from Kelly Kirstein. Um, and that question is, in all caps, how'd you get so dang cute? 
Kelly in the background. Um, I don't know. I don't moisturize or eat many vegetables, so I don't know how that happens. God, I love you. That's me. Well, there That's you a have mood. it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, what is a dream cosplay of yours? A dream cosplay. Um, what's a dream cosplay, my baby? <laughs> I really want to do fish eyes from Sailor Moon. The little like gender queer in me is like, yeah, fish eye. Um, I really wanted to do yeah, lapis with wings for a long time too. And Sailor Venus. I'm on the Sailor Moon wave so hard right now, y'all. I'm just surfing that till I crash. <laughs> Would you ever do any um, villains from Sailor Moon? I am potentially planning on doing, yes, a villain group, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Promocon this coming year, hopefully. Awesome. Uh, stay tuned for more information. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Do you, um, can you, do you have your eye on a particular villain, or are you is top privileged to share that information? Uh, they will hopefully be from season four, the dream arc, the circus nonsense. That's Ooh. my hope. Fancy. <laughs> That's awesome. Fancy. fancy. It is fancy. It is. It Just is. Sailor Moon villains are the fanciest villains it's in the true. world. They're aesthetic. Like even the villains who only are there for one episode and they just get killed off immediately <laughs> are like, bah. I want to cosplay all of them. <laughs> they are pretty wonderful. Everything's aesthetic, girls. They don't let you be in the show. <laughs> I don't make the rules. That's just how they are. Um, we had um oh we had one question from Chaos Captured Cosplay, and that is what is your favorite part about putting shows together for cons? Ooh, that's a tough one. Shows <laughs> are my favorite thing to do. I like. I met a lot of really awesome, talented people while doing shows. A lot of really fun cosplayers, a lot of really fun people from all walks of life, incredibly talented, insanely talented musicians, singers, dancers, actors, and they're all just overflowing with this creative talent and they also cosplay and to like be able to give them an outlet to like showcase that through a show that we all already love is is really powerful and uplifting and to have it be so well received by by audiences, big audiences, is it's like a dream come true, really. Yeah, that seems like it would be really rewarding. It is, it is. And I mean, people line up to see the shows and they take time to come talk to us afterward and tell us, you know, how much we enjoy it. They're very stressful, they're very expensive, they're hard. A lot of people don't realize how much coordination goes into them, but when you when you get that positive feedback from people, it, it just it makes it all worth it to hear that they had a good time. Yeah, that's that's really special. Um, I was just curious to like like to, <clears throat> seeing you guys do these shows and stuff at cons. It's such a unique take on things you can do at a con. Like, what made you get into doing that versus just doing the normal cosplay panel or just a normal like I'm be this con hanging out where you guys are taking it to like the next step. Like, how did that get started? Yeah, I've always. In the, like I said before, I really like attention. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> I've always been performance oriented. I've been 
um, pretty much all of my professional life has been like on a microphone in front of people at different family entertainment companies. Um, so it's kind of just a natural progression for me, a natural way that I like to express myself. And also, like, I have the sewing ability of a chihuahua. So, like, <laughs> my cosplay platform can't be like, I make things because I don't make things. Um, but... Yeah, I guess I've always loved performing and, and, you know, I grew up in a musical family, so I kind of had an ear for it. And yeah, I just, it's always something I've always done. And that's kind of what cons and cosplay are about is just doing what you love and not being ashamed of it and putting it out there and have people accept you. And that's what you can do at conventions. That's really cool. Um, I'd like to touch back on the having a musical family because also same here. Um, so what kind of musical background background did you come from? Um, well, my mom was a music teacher for 30 years. Yes. She had her master's in music. Um, but I know that's the most thankless work in the world. Oh, trust me. Yeah. I know both of um, my parents are music teachers, and I am also one. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Small so they're heroes. Like, congratulate them on my behalf. Um, so, you know, I grew up, you know, from the moment I could walk, I was plopped in front of a piano. Good. Um, I taught myself guitar and, and a little bit of percussion and just like always like it was just a way for me to obsess over things like I took a break from piano and picked it up again because I got really obsessed with Twilight in high school and I was like I can play Twilight on the piano time to start playing piano again so you know, I've just <laughs> always been playing nerd stuff um, on various instruments that's excellent. Yeah, that I remember being in orchestra in high school, and there was always this one kid who would come in at the beginning of class every day. He would sit down at the piano. Instead of, like, getting his cello out, he would sit down at the piano and play, like, Zelda or Super Mario or whatever. So That's I love the so idea cool. that you were also that person. <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> That's excellent. The nerds, Barbara, they're everywhere. <laughs> Do you, um, so you play guitar, do you, you, and you still play piano? I, I played piano for a good, how old am I, like 15, 16, 17 years. Um, since we moved to Florida, I haven't been able to play it since I don't have one, but hopefully I'll be able to get a keyboard soon. Yeah. Well, that's, that's super cool. Is there anything else that you play? Um, I I recently acquired a ukulele, so yes. you know, maybe I'll learn how to play that too. <laughs> oh my gosh, you can make precious twee recordings of all the Steven Universe songs, oh, no. and oh. everyone can lose their damn minds. I'm already <laughs> losing my damn mind. Oh, but like in the Paradox voice. <laughs> yes, in the Paradox voice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> can you just do me a favor, though, if you do that? Can you be Paradox just in her Beach City improv group outfit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Highest album on the charts, charts Paradox. Yep. This is brilliant. Number one. Straight to number one <laughs> on Billboard. Um... We have um, a couple more minutes left, and oh wait, wait, oh wait, I, I, ask, I want to ask, yeah, yeah. I want to ask, yeah. ask you. Uh, so going back to like your shows and stuff. Um, so what is the favorite show that you have done, and oh, then yeah. what is your dream show to do? 
Oh, that's such a hard question. I love them all so much. Well, if you answer whatever you answer now is in public record and it's written in blood and you can never change it. <laughs> it's written. Oh, Whose blood are we writing it in? Uh, Yours. Oh, good. I mean, I, there is like a really soft spot in my heart for the Coco Show because it was like the first like show show that I did. Um, but my girl gave me a really pretty ring at one of the panels at MetroCon one year, so that one's pretty special to me, too. Um, as far as dream shows go, like, I have, like, two really big ones that are a total dream for me that I am planning to do this coming year. Um, one of them is a musical of some kind inspired by a Disney film that is already musical in nature, which I cannot reveal at this time. Uh, and then, uh, a, like, a larger more impressive like Sailor Moon production Sailor Moon inspired one which will hopefully come out in 2019 so awesome can't spoil any surprises I I just have to tell you that the entire time you were talking Tori's eyebrows were waggling and then I just want to know and then when you said you couldn't tell she started like making faces and like I'm very sad I'm conflicted on social media, and we will talk one on one about my evil plans. <laughs> um, I want to know. I, I just want to see Tori cry. So can we can we hear the story from your perspective of how Kelly asked you to move in with her? Why do you do this? We to got me? Kelly's Why? side. Now we want to hear your side. Oh boy. Of how Kelly like first started talking to me. Uh, the, yeah, the whole thing or, when, the, when you first started talking to Kelly to when Kelly asked to when, you to move in together. Oh, I think I was the first one who asked her to move yeah, in. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, the, <laughs> yeah, well, that she, Will was also. just confused. I, mean, I, I, mean, I guess I guess when she asked you to, to uh, start dating with the tape recorder, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. I got my oh. Kelly. I got my Kelly facts mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Listen, I had no idea. And when I'm doing like these panels, I'm in like director mode. Like if you can imagine, like on like Disney Channel movies, the angry evil director who like if you get within twenty feet of them they'll spit fire on you. Like that's me yeah. when I'm like at the day of, of a show. Oh. Like, leading up to it, I try to be, you know, not the devil. But yeah. like the day of I'm always like, Oh my god, what's going on? Remember how so, I said like, I'm a music uh, teacher? I understand that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get it, you get it. So like I was not expect anything unplanned happens and I'm immediately like, Who do I have to murder? So yep. like all of a sudden Accurate. she starts like and we don't break character in my shows ever. That's like uh, something I'm very stringent about. So she just starts talking about my birthday and everything. And I'm looking over at her like, honey, what's this about? <laughs> like saying it with my eyes, you know, that little lesbian, like telepathy. <laughs> telepathy. Um, yes. <laughs> a little like lesbian eye contact. Like, what are you doing? You're going to die. Um, and then uh, the tape recorder was such a cute idea. And she did the box like from the episode like he plays the crap right out of the cartoon and then she said that too uh, I was so glad the tape recorder worked because it like apparently like right out of that or even died like right after the panel so it was like yeah. literally the last possible moment yeah that it could have played it, was, it like only existed in that in that very special moment and she mm-hmm. she composed herself so well in hindsight, she said she was like really nervous and like sweaty and scared, and I had no idea. I probably guess I was just like so in my own oh, yeah. quad head, but <laughs> I, I was so like I was not expecting it at all. It's it's 
it it really it really took me back. I can't even talk when she's looking at me, you guys. <laughs> she's looking at me right now, and I can't say words out of my brain head. Um, <laughs> That's so yeah, sweet. It was, I, this is a, this is such a good surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the best surprise. Yeah, she's she's. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I like her. I Um, we just have we have two more questions. Uh, the okay. first the first question is, um, what's like a final message that you would like to leave for? Um, cosplayers out there? Um, Hello? <gasps> we can't hear you. Yeah. I think she lost service or something. Hello, hello. Oh, my! Dis- uh, I'm ranting to the wind. Hello, oh, yeah, you were ranting to the now. wind. Yeah, there you are. You lost service for a second or something. <laughs> hello, oh, do- oh goodness, we're out here in the in the gator swamps, in the in the, in the orange groves, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> 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 um, uh, okay, uh, advice for cosplayers, I guess. Um, what did I say? Have fun, be yourself, and don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> uh, there's someone out there who's gonna accept you and love you for your talents and. And and if you're not having fun, then then really look inside and ask yourself why you're doing it. Like, just do it to have fun and, and to express a part of yourself that you might not be able to on a regular basis. That's the joy of it all. Awesome. Well, we do have one more question that Will asks all of our guests. You, you okay. probably knew this was coming, but <laughs> when when you're in full cosplay at a convention, how do you pee? <laughs> I wish I peed. <laughs> oh no! I used to be a camp counselor, so I know how to go twelve hours without peeing. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you just repress human urges, and then and then hope you can see a doctor afterwards. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess I do pee. It takes a minute. I usually whine at Kelly until she comes into the bathroom and helps me. Teamwork it. That's the joy of the of the gay relationship. We can go to the bathroom together and help each other get out of your cosplay, which is not sexy at all. Not you. No. Like layers and layers of sweaty tights, and then you pee, and you're like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) You get to hear the like primal cry. Your like basic human urges are satisfied. Perfect. I love the description. Oh my gosh. on that note, <laughs> that might be one of my favorite answers we've gotten so it's far. It's definitely my favorite, I for think. sure. Um, on that uh, note, that's a good thing. yes, oh yeah, it's great. It's a very good thing. Uh, we love it. Um, on that note, um, we're gonna wrap up here. So, where can people find you on the internet to follow your work? Uh, the interwebs. You can see all of my shows, all my previous panels, and information on upcoming panels on my YouTube channel, which. For the love of Claude. Claude is spelled C-L-O-D. Um, and you can also find me as For the Love of Claude on Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr as well. Excellente. So let's see. Tori, what are you plugging today? Um, that sounds dirty. Oh. Um, yes, I know. <laughs> That's why I said it that way. 
On Instagram, I'm Polar underscore Phoenix. On Facebook, it's Polar Phoenix Cosplay. And that's me. Cool. <laughs> um, I am Real Kiki Elise on Instagram. No you way. Can... That's you? Oh, oh my gosh, that's you? That's me. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. That's me. Um, you can find me on Facebook as well at... Um, Real Kiki Elise, or no, at just Kiki Elise cosplay. Sorry. You did throw me I'm off. Sorry. How dare you? Um, Kiki Elise cosplay. Um, and our Instagram for the podcast is Cosplay Confidential. You can find us on Facebook at Cosplay Confidential Podcast. And, you know, feel free to send us your angry rants and emails and suggestions for future guests or topics at um, our email, which is Cosplay Confidential Podcast at gmail.com. Let's see. Will, what are you plugging today? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Will Loves Pizza. Um, as always, we're recording at Podcast Detroit in Warrior Oak. And check out RipRepair.com. Use code Wookie10 for 10% off. Buy yourself some awesome t-shirts. No. <laughs> I hurts. did it. Fun fact, I actually did that um, like a couple weeks ago when they released a really great Venture Brothers t-shirt. So I use the code Wookie10. Yes. It's pretty great. Everyone use the code, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that about wraps it up here for us at Cosplay Confidential. So thank you again, Claude. Thank you all so much for having me. Yay. All right. And I'm Kiki. I'm Tori. I'm Will. Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love. Boop.